Baseball time is here again. Welcome to the 4040 Club. I'm Pierce. He's Scott. Um, we're back to talk about Major League Baseball, which frankly, last time we spoke and we spoke about football, we thought that it was going to be a while. Yeah. I thought it would be until like late April. You were less hopeful. Yeah, I was thinking mid-May. Yeah, I mean, you know, the players got screwed. But hey, we're here now. I guess it don't matter anymore, right? I mean, it's not my money. Yeah. Keep it a buck. It ain't my fucking money. Like, I want I want to play as good deal, but I'm none of that money is going to my fucking bank account. So I really, at the end of the day, I don't give a shit that much. <laughs> at I the just, end of the I day, at the end of the day, we got baseball again. And the last time we left off, we didn't do a World Series pod or World Series recap pod. It was kind of stunning. Maybe, maybe I think I know I was traveling back and forth from Chicago because of Bears games and shit. That might have something to do with it. I didn't have editing equipment, and plus I just moved to Philadelphia, so So it might have been a combination of things. My beautiful apartment right here in uh, sunny Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. How is it today for you in Las Vegas? I heard you bragging yesterday, and then you woke up. Oh, it's too hot. No, you mean Los Angeles? Uchiwali or one mic, man. I definitely could not live in Las Vegas, Nevada. I live in sunny, beautiful Los Angeles. Uh, yeah, it was hot as shit this morning, man. It was. It's about like eighty something right now. Let's see, iPhone be lying, man. iPhone says it's uh, seventy nine, but it definitely feels like it's closer to ninety. Because when I went to the gym this morning, it was burning up, but it's good. Yeah, man, you, you're you're complaining. You can't be out here trying to brag. Hey, it's gonna be eighty three tomorrow, guys. We out, we outside. Yeah, and but I didn't think it was gonna be like. I didn't think it was gonna be like that in the morning, though. I'm like, cause you know, LA, it gets, it's chilly in the morning. It's chilly in the morning. That temperature drop at night. But nigga, I did my walk to the gym this morning. I was like, what the fuck is going on? But you know, I've been here for ten. I've been here almost ten years. So it's like. I am just, I'm just very thankful and uh, and grateful to be having good weather again. Uh, it, Philadelphia, is, it's not a brutal winter. Like, it's mild. It honestly was a pretty mild-ass winter. If you ask me, this is Chicago, I'm taking this. No hesitation. But it's still a winter, right? You still have an abundance of love and shit. After two years of wearing shorts in January, I really take for granted how well it feels when you're out on the West Coast. It is what it is. It is what it is. You sacrifice side of earthquake to go with it. it how you deal with it? Exactly. It's like it's like you pay for the for the sunshine. That's what it is. You know, I I, I I'm giving it up, but I got a lot more, more in my pocket. I can dip to fucking New York, DC, wherever I want to. It's a good little vibe. Plus, you know, Philly are pretty decent. But yeah, I'm here to talk about that. We're here to talk about Major League Baseball and. Um, we got an interesting little season to talk about because there's a lot of there's a lot of rats popping up. We have some usual suspects. There's a lot of teams that may be able to surprise some people. Let's start with the team everybody obviously thinks every year is going to win everything. They're the new Yankees, the, the Los Doyens. We're going to get into the actual Yankees in a bit. They're the, they're the new Yankees now. Los Doyens, a, a lot less success. Uh, Los Doyens. <laughs> Getting uh, a World Series champion, reigning World Series champion, a hometown boy, Freddie Freeman. He fits like a glove right Is in he actually space. from Los Angeles or is he from Orange County? Somewhere. Well, that's in, a huge difference. Some, somewhere in the area. Like, you need me to look it up. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look this, this Google this nigga. I mean, like, I wouldn't be shocked if it was San Bernardino County or some shit. Like, he's from around there. 
Because, you know, it's like, you know, people are, oh, you. He's from one... Ontario. His, both his parents were born in Ontario. He grew up Angels fan. He was born. He, yeah, okay. Uh, so he's Orange yeah, County. He's Orange County. There's two people that, uh, you know, from, from my time in Los Angeles, I learned they don't claim people from Orange County or people from IE. <laughs> or, or fucking Palmdale. Shout out to Paul George. <laughs> Hey, they get on your ass about that shit. Hey, coming home to Ontario is a lot easier or to play for the Dodgers is a lot easier than coming home to Rockford to play for the Bulls if like Fred Van Vliet was ever to do that. So like he's still coming home somewhat. Oh um, no, it's it's, it's it's two different worlds. This nigga, he's fucking 30 minutes from home. He can fucking drive home. That's yeah. a lot better than being in Atlanta and having to fucking fly home. I mean, yeah, we got to do just, the. I'm oh, just being you know, clever. We, we have, we have, we have to do the Freddie Freeman G check. He is from the Orange County. All right. God. That's all I'm saying. You gonna, you gonna G check Bobby Wagner before he signed with the Rams? Yes, we G checking everybody. <laughs> how, how, do you have, how do you have G check privileges for Los Angeles? I've been here past you've five been years. Been here for a decade. I, my, so shout out, shout out my homie Black Trey. Uh, he told me I'm official Angelino after my six year. And we we heading on a decade of dominance, so yes, I can, I I, I can uh, pull your LA card. Okay. <laughs> I can pull your LA card. Does it, does this have anything to uh, to take away from being able to pull Chicago card, or is that no? I'm just good. At, I'm good at anything intact. I, as I as I keep telling my nigga Mike, he keep telling me I can need clearance. Come on, what a whole say. Every time I hear I can't come back home, guess why I heard that when I was, back, I was back home. home. Exactly. I'm good. I'm good in both areas, nigga. Anyway, I just went on a long tangent. Continue what you were saying. Yeah, man. The <laughs> Dodgers, uh, listen, you have Freddie Freeman, former MVP, onto the squad with Mookie Betts, former two, or you know, one-time MVP. Yeah. Cody Bellinger, if he can ever get his shit together, former MVP. Max Muncy was having an MVP-like season last year. Before he got hurt. Before he got hurt. Yeah, they lost Corey Seager, but I think they're pretty fine up the middle with, with, with Trey Turner. Oh, yeah, Trey Turner. MVP man. candidate. It's, it's a low, it's a, it's a, it's a cheap the, ass lineup. One, probably the best lineup I've ever seen. Like, like not fucking AJ Pollock is batting ninth. Yeah, and AJ Pollock's a platoon ridiculous. player because he's yeah. not going to play against left handers. Guess who's going to play against left handers? Gavin Lux. Yeah. And like, if Gavin Lux is your nine, which, by the way, they should probably think about trading him for, for Jose Ramirez. But if Gavin Lux is your nine, it's a pretty good one through eight. Yeah, it's, it's pretty pretty good. Well, you know, it's it's a nice one through nine now because we have a DH. In, yes, in, that's, what, that's, yeah, what, that's exactly in, what I was saying. In the National League. Thank God. Getting rid of yeah, prehistoric I, I, baseball. I, I, I know you American leaguers who have Very uh, happy. only been to this side of the road your entire lives are just thrilled, but Very happy, let's pull, let me pull one out for pitchers who rake. It's 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 extremely rare to see a pitcher who is just extremely fun to watch and can hit bombs. Mike Hampton, Carlos Zimbrano. We're gonna miss out on that because people are just really fucking greedy. Yeah, but you named a, two niggas. Really greedy. We're seeing a DH in the lineup just so we could see a second baseman who can't hit for shit anyway. Looking at uh, you, Andrew okay. St. Simmons. Look, uh, 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 um, uh, who's the kid from New York? Velasquez. Like that's the thing. Okay, yeah, he, he, you he get rid of the than, pit. Hold on. Okay, Andrew you get rid Simmons of the pitcher spot. Fucking Cal Hendricks. It's like okay, you get Cal, Cal Hendricks and his home runs. Listen, you get okay, you get rid of the pitcher spot. Fine. You. It's very likely that there's somewhere in that rotation or somewhere in that lineup that someone's hitting two thirty, or someone's hitting two twenty. 
Yeah, but I would still rely on that 232.20 in the pitcher. Like 95% of the time, that's a ground out the first or a strikeout. Nobody wants to see that shit. I, I, it's it's wild to me to, to see you playing strategy, mister. They need to get rid of the shift. Thank God the shift is going to be leaving. Fuck the shift. Yeah, they, 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 listen. Fuck the shift. And I've been saying this for play, I've been play, this play for, fucking defense. I've been I, saying this for years. I tell them one of my book is going to be called The Shift is Pussy, written by Scott Lewis. I'm glad I don't have to put it out anymore. Shout out. I like that. I like the new playoff format. I got a lot of shit that I wanted. Now, let's hopefully they keep the runner on second off. There was a little rumor or a little report that they might bring that shit back, which I fucking hate. Actually, you know what? You know what grew on me last shit that I hated, but actually grew on me? Seven inning doubleheaders grew on me. No. Fuck off. It grew on me. Fuck off. It grew on me. No. Now, I'm not opposed to back to regular tradition. I'm fine with nine inning doubleheaders. That's cool. But I didn't have a problem with it. I didn't have a problem with it, but I'm I'm I got what I wanted as a fan in these negotiations. Since I'm not getting a dollar of none of this shit, I'm happy with what I got. Yeah, well, guess what? It's not about you, Scott. It and is. It's always here's about a, and, me. and here's the thing. <laughs> and here's the thing. Are you going to tell defenses in the NFL to not play zone? No. You going to tell them not play zone? No. Going to tell them not play defense? Uh, let's keep, okay, but let's keep it a buck. You can't really play defense in the NFL anymore. You really but can't. That, but that's but that's a skill thing. It's a rule thing because you can't touch the quarterback and you can't touch the fucking receivers. Okay, but there's no rule in the NFL that's like impeding the play of defense in baseball. The only problem is, oh my god, uh, 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 Eloy Jimenez can't hit th- hit can't hit opposite field. Yeah, and he can't hit up the middle because there's a shortstop right there that understands that. Yeah, the only way he's going to hit at least close to opposite field or close to the short or the second baseman. But it was getting ridiculous, man. Right you got a third middle. baseman right next play, to the play. first baseman. It was ridiculous, man. Like, like, what are we doing? Listen, my whole my whole issue with the whole we need to get rid of the shift thing, learn how to spray the fucking field. Get it, get with the hitting coach in the offseason. Learn how to hit opposite field. Learn how to hit the entire field. If you can't do that, I don't want to hear, oh my God, I can't hit through the shift. Well, thankfully, the higher ups agree with your boy. And in 2023, we on. Yeah, we'll see. It ain't we set on. in stone yet, so we will see until that day comes. Um, but the Dodgers are going to be a threat again. I don't think anybody's concerned about whether the Dodgers are going to get to the playoffs, let alone win that division. But yeah, I think, the, Dodgers, I think the Giants was a one-year thing. I don't think it was a one-year thing, but I think them, them – being as good as they were, they'll regress probably. Yeah, like they'll be a good they'll, team. They'll but. be they'll be probably around the the the, the sixth wild card. I'm gonna say seventh wild card. They'll be around the sixth wild card spot. Which wow, we got six wild uh, 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 six spots in, in each league. That's crazy. I love it. I love it. Um, the but like the push, the problem with the Dodgers is postseason. Yes. And what they do in the postseason, that's always been the issue. They were able to get through it in the pandemic baseball era. They really just had the best team. Which I want to be on record. I don't respect that championship either. I'm sorry. If I'm going to do it with the Lakers, I'm going to do it with does. the Dodgers. If I'm going to do the two, there's, there's only one real champion in Los Angeles over this last decade, and that is Mr. Aaron Donald in the Los Angeles Rams. I'm sorry. I, listen, the Dodgers championship is more valid than the, than the Lakers championship. Oh, 100%. 100%, but still. But at the end of the day, it's still a 60-game season. Yeah. The But the issue with the Dodgers is just historically throughout this run, they have not been able to get the job done in the postseason. And here they are against a Braves team that they were much better than. I don't care how, how well the Braves are playing in October. 
the Dodger team is much better than the Braves. Yeah. And if you redo that series again, the Dodgers are probably winning that eight times out of ten. But yeah. they got clipped in the, the in that small little fraction. So you know, here they come, and then they they don't regress. Yeah, they lose Max Scherzer. Okay, fine. Max Scherzer is about to be thirty eight. They got to figure out what they do with 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 Trevor Bauer. He ain't coming back. Yeah, that nigga's definitely not coming back. So they maybe have a hole <laughs> atop that rotation next to Bueller and and and, and Kershaw, but you immediately add a, a reigning. Uh, or, or a former MVP and a reigning World Series champion that plays first base, fits a role with for you. So you don't have to continue to try to fit Cody Bellinger in at first. You can have Max Muncy, if not DH, most of the time, play second, play third. Turner's going to DH a lot now that he's up in age. But then Freeman, in his early 30s, just continues to have – you continue to have that leader atop the rotation with Betts and Bellinger that continues on – for the next five, six, seven years for the Dodgers. Like, that's why that move is so important, not even for this year. I think we're all sure that they're going to be great this year. The Dodgers are going to be good for – Dodgers are going to go on a run, like a serious run that they got Freddie Freeman. I don't know how many championships. I don't even know if they win another. They might fuck it around and do a Braves thing where they just. But win they'll the win a lot of divisions. Being the being the with baseball, if you win your division and you're in the the tournament, that's part of your run. You know what yeah, I'm saying? it's much different from like basketball or football and things of that nature. Because it's so much harder to win. Yeah. Like like I said, they might go on a Braves run where they just perennially in the playoffs and they're perennially good. But, but I mean, the, and like you just said about the Braves and the Dodgers here, like the thing about baseball is fluky shit can happen. The fucking Braves won what 84 games last year? Then they won like 84. Did they even win the fucking they won a division? They, right? I obviously won a division. Yeah, they won uh, a division. Something like that. Yeah. Like 84 85, games. I want to say. 85. The, and they fucking won the whole thing. So that's just that's just how baseball is. But I'm I'm with you on that. I think uh I think they definitely can go on. What I love about the Dodgers. They 88, excuse a, me. Uh, 80, 80, that was a lot. A lot. There's a, they, they, they went on a tear starting in like early August. So, yeah, 88. And I thought they was cooked when Acuna got hurt. but Everyone uh, thought they were cooked when Acuna got hurt. And then they just <laughs> – they made all those moves at the deadline and they wound yeah. up being the, the perfect, you know, formula for, for, for championship success. But, it's really crazy. It's an out, the- a crazy outlier. Like, the Braves are going to be really good again this year. And obviously having a Kuna back and then you replace Freddie Freeman with Matt Olson. Okay, fine. That's going to be a really good team again. Division favorites. Uh, but I don't think anyone expects them to be as good as they were last October. Yeah, nobody expected them to be as good as they were last last year either. <laughs> so I agree with you on that. And, you know, they, they lost Soler when he was huge in the playoffs and he was actually mm-hmm. World Series MVP. But what I love about the Dodgers, they don't give a fuck about money. They don't give a shit about fucking money. I love that. I love how really, you know, the same thing with like the Rams. Rams don't give a shit about picks, nigga. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like we finna, we finna run this shit up too. So that's why I can respect about the Dodgers is when when they know that you know we're gonna put whatever money we can to give ourselves the best uh, shot every year. And you know after that it's on the players. But the front office is doing their job, and that's kind of what I can appreciate. Uh, about the Dodgers and you know as far as the 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 NL I mean they have to be the favorite right now like I can't really I'm trying to think about other teams I'm still trying to fully get my brain in baseball mode Mm -hmm. you know I'm still basketball right now but 
They, they got it. They got it. They, they gonna be in conversation. We gonna be talking about this all season, like we always do. Like, oh, they, they, they can, they're gonna put up runs with everybody. But when it comes to the playoffs, you know, what's the what's the pitching gonna look like? What's the defense? I mean, what's the uh, bullpen gonna look like? They got rid of that shice bub, Kenley Jansen. Uh, so we ain't no more hey, laughing about night. Kenley was perfect in October. So give Kenley credit. Kenley was smelly, man. Kenley was perfect in October. He like he was actually actually perfect in October. You talking about this he past October? It. Yes, he didn't oh, allow okay. a hit. You, okay, I thought you were talking about like in general. No, he didn't allow a hit in October. Okay, so I, I, I so I give him credit. Didn't he for, go to the Braves? He is on the Braves. Yeah, now. he is on the Braves now. Okay, he is on the Braves now. Him and uh, him and Ozzy Albie's the Curacao connection. So. Yeah, so that's how I feel about the Dodgers, man. You know, same old, same old. Yeah, and you know, speaking on the Braves. You know, now they're in a, a division with two viable threats and a possible. I don't think anybody can, you know, strike out the Marlins because the Marlins have an excellent pitching staff. And they made really good moves. Getting getting Jorge Solero is a really good move, though. If they can maybe add one or two more bats to the outfield, I might like the Florida Marlins to shock some people. But as of right now, it's kind of a three-team race in that division. With the Braves being the obvious as the defending champions, the Phillies, the, the Phillies, Phillies in the them? middle. The Phillies in the middle because the Phillies are just gonna. Phillies win. got a fucking outfield. The Phillies got an outfield. The Phillies have a lineup. The Phillies are just gonna. No, they got a lot. I said they got a fucking outfield. Like Nick Castellanos and, and well, I think I'd actually gonna put Schwarber in the outfield. Or is he just gonna be like DHing? Yeah, I mean they're gonna have a lot of people rotating around okay. uh, corner, corner outfield, and first base because like you have three viable DH options. Hoskins is a so-so first baseman. Cassianos isn't good in the field. Schwarber is so-so in the field, but he's actually he was actually really good at first when he was there with Boston last year. So they they're gonna have to find a way to rotate them in in those spots and and just max the defensive deficiencies. And they probably will be masked because they're so fucking talented offensively. Plus, you got the rating MVP. I like, forgot you like that fuck nigga. Hey, Bryce is an asshole. He, he, That's probably he why I like him so fuck much. Bryce. I like assholes too, <laughs> but I just don't like that nigga, man. I just don't. It's just something about Bryce off. I can't. I just thing. do not like that guy. Yeah, and it's like that. Remember on Breakfast Club where uh, they they talked to Quaver? Quaver was like, "Fuck that nigga." That's how yeah. I feel about Bryce. I really have no reason why I don't like Bryce Harper. Just fuck that nigga. Hey, I, I, I completely understand it. It's hard when you were built as the chosen one from day one of being on the scene and now you gotta live up to it the only difference between him and lebron is lebron was able to get his lebron won. by year year eight bryce this is going on or this is his 10th yeah, yeah, full yeah. season yeah he's he started in 2010 so this is gonna be his 10th full season in the league and he's still chasing a ring and you know he jumps from washington immediately goes to philadelphia cashes <laughs> out the and then they win a championship it's just by happenstance, they win a championship. The Phillies just have not been good enough this year or, or as of late. So they loading up on the bats and having Nolan Wheeler as, you know, atop the rotation is really good. I just I just don't know because, yeah, you are in the division with the reigning champs getting Acuna back, Acuna, and the Mets who I, I'm gonna are, are just going to throw everything in on, on, yeah. on the New York. I, I'm ahead. selling big on the Mets, man. I, I'm, I'm gonna put the Mets not not to win a division, but better than the fucking Phillies. 
I'm I'm going with I'm going. I like I like that if they can stay healthy, that pitching rotation is fucking filthy. Now, granted, that's a big if. Sorry, you're you're time. you're selling the Mets or you're selling the Phillies? No, I mean I'm I'm, I'm, I'm confused. I mean I'm like, buying on the Mets. Buying the Mets. That's what okay. I meant. Gotcha. Wrong words. I'm buying on the Mets over the Phillies. This is why he doesn't gamble, y'all. No, Scott ever given out gambling tips. Like yeah. Yeah, that, 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 that's how you know Scott is 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 kidnapped and then it's like serious danger. If he's yeah, like take St. Peter's on the spread. Yeah. There's there's a gun in my head. I like my money. Uh but I like I feel like if they, if they can stay healthy, I really, really like that pitching rotation. Um, you know, I think the offense, you know, even though they lost Strowman, I still like, you know, DeGrom and Scherzer, he old, but he still got something left in him. You know what I'm saying? And I think mm-hmm. that's a real, real solid team. Like, I think they can be one of those wild card teams. I just Philly, it's just some something always happens wrong with Philly. Philly has a great lineup for sure. They're gonna rake. They made a late charge at the end of the season last year to get close to try to win that division. But I think they lost like a big series to Atlanta yeah, or some shit at the, at the end. In the last weekend this season. Yeah, which kind of like sealed their face. I think they'll be in the race. This is not going to be anything that Atlanta's going to run with. But I feel like if the Mets rotation can stay healthy, they're going to they're gonna beat a lot of teams. Most definitely. Um, let's jump back to the West before we get into the Central. Um, we're not going to see Fernando Tatis for a while. He's uh he fucked I love, himself I love up in, the, in a motorcycle man. accident. Hey man, like they asked him like he said which one when they which asked him one? about the I'm like come on my, my dog. man, what are you doing? I was thinking about San Diego trip, but you got me fucked up thinking I'm going to uh, San Diego and not see uh Tatis. Hey I'm man, straight. you get to watch get to watch Jake Cronenworth. Hey, <laughs> love what? that nigga. They love that nigga in San, San Diego. Jake, Jake Cronenworth, Cronenworth, if he actually turns out to be as good as him, could be like the Dustin Pedroia of that is San a, Diego. That's a great Padre. comparison. Just like a gritty, gritty player. He plays well. He does everything well. Not great as at, at any one thing, but he does everything well. Like that's Jake Cronenworth. If anybody been to a Padres game, it's like a legit party, bro. Like they don't have any other sports teams. So them niggas love it. And then little downtown San Diego area kind of like, has like a college campus type feel. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it was cracking. We was there for a regular ass Friday game against the fucking Reds. And it, it was busting in, in downtown San Diego. Yeah, they listen, San Diego, um, prime is the best way, the best word I can use to describe <laughs> what's in San Diego. Just prime. They can't Premium. dress for shit out there. But I'm not worried about that. I was I'm, just saying, on, I'm, saw... on, I'm on vacation. I ain't worried about that. <laughs> we just like these some nasty fits, but yeah, I, I, I want <laughs> like we was literally sitting. There's like a bar like right outside of Petco, and me, Damian, and Pat were just like, of course, you know, Pat's the first nigga to bring it up. Man, these hoes can't dress. <laughs> so, yeah. so, San Diego is uh, definitely lacking in the fashion department compared to LA. Yeah, oh, but I mean, like LA, like a lot but of see, places, San Diego, people go to San Diego places are gonna measure up, right? People go to Padres games to actually watch the games, right? Dodger Stadium is like Staples Center, nigga. Niggas is going there for like kick it, date night, shit like that. Like, they don't they know the Dodgers gonna win any goddamn way, nigga. We just finna hit and have a good fucking time, yeah. Um, but yeah, sucks to the Padres. And um, <laughs> I don't think anybody really trusts him to do anything division wise. Wild card, we'll see. Because last year was just a uh, catastrophic collapse yeah. in, uh, in 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 the late season. There, if they're gonna start off without without Fernando Tatis for like three months, too, that's half the damn season. 
Uh, who's their manager now? I uh, that's a good fucking question. I think it's some old nigga, ain't it? Uh, Bob Melvin. Bob, Bob Melvin, Melvin's yeah. their manager now. Oh, yeah, that's right. Bob Melvin left the, the A's because he smelled the burning fire. <laughs> he, he smelled the bullshit on the horizon. Like, because I might as well. I feel so bad for A's fans, man. Like, I, I, hey, the A's actually got really good pro- prospects back in the deals they made so far. Yeah, but they and they're going to get taken pros- away too. That's just Oakland. Like that's I, why. That's why I feel, I feel bad, bad for, for Oakland. Just period. Like the you A's know, are going to go to Vegas. I feel like it's just a matter of time. It's it. They're, it's going to happen. They're 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 going to secure the deal because they got some pro. They got some premium real estate south of the Strip that they can start building the stadium. It's got to be a. Got to have a roof on that bitch. Oh my god. Um, oh, nigga, be burning up summer oh, in Vegas. Oh my god, god nigga. yeah. Um, but yeah, that that's gonna happen. I feel so bad for the people of Oakland. That, but the stadium they got right now, like it's, it's, it's not, trash. Listen, they're it's not gonna, they're not gonna be able to play there. And Damien told me that when he be going, he went like a couple times. He felt like shit was falling from the roof. I wouldn't be shocked, man. That shit was still the earthquake. Yeah, like that's a, and I think Angel Stadium is a shithole, and I heard it's way worse than Angel Stadium. Like you walk in Angel Stadium and you feel like the eighties. Like I <laughs> like, was looking, it, yeah. it feel like somebody plopped you in the Angels in the. Yeah, outfield. I'm just waiting for like a a, a Beverly Hills cop ad somewhere do, over there. Do, like do, it, do, it do, looks do, that do, old now. Oh uh, yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, hey, I only feel this bad because like yo, they were gonna leave him for agency anyway. You gotta trade him. You gotta move on from Chapman and Olsen and. This, they're gonna get a good haul from Montes too, and hopefully Manaya, because folks love folks folks love sinker ballers for some reason. Are y'all gonna get them? I don't know what the fuck Rickon is doing. Rickon, I don't know what the fuck Rickon is doing either. And started playing fucking Wardle. And by the way, cheap, not even cheap love. Me, uh, Dante, and uh, my homie Mikey. Of course, you know him from I'm not gonna hold what you does our gambling segment. We gonna be doing our White Sox podcast. Of course, I only did like six episodes of He Gone last year because me by myself, and I was like. I got tired of talking about this team by myself, so I got people with me. So we're going to be dropping our first episode this week. So all the White Sox coverage will be on there. You can hear us yell about Rick Hahn. So, yeah, I don't know what the fuck they're going to do. This nigga's playing Wardle somewhere, uh, hoping that Dylan Cease finds a fucking strike zone after the second pitch this year. So I have no fucking idea. I've given that up to God, and we're just going to, you know, we're going to see what's going to happen. <laughs> and that's, and, that's what we gonna say about this season. And and enjoy that shit. By the way, he, he only got them as guests because he got tired of me telling the real about the White Sox. Oh, and about the you team, go. Which well, is give, like, give, you know, give your opinion about the team. Go ahead. All, it, the floor is yours. What I think about the team, I think it'd be a, an absolute failure if they don't make the World Series this year. I'm not disagreeing with you. I, I, looking, 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 page. looking around at the American League, I truly think the only team right now, just as as, as the teams are situated, On that can compete with the White Sox is Toronto. Toronto has a fascinating team, and Toronto still got to prove they can win a division because that's a. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a tough division, yeah. but I think as, as they stand right now, getting Chapman, uh, Kevin Gaussman was excellent the last couple of years in San Francisco. They 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 got a whip and Who's they, were, they were ready they last Robbie year. Ray. Pardon? Who's in their rotation? They lost Robbie Ray. They lost Robbie Ray. Um uh um I know they like, got Berrios. Pearson, uh Alex Manaya. Alex Manaya is a really good young, really okay. good young starter. Um they have another 
I want to say they picked up another starter um, this season, but I am blanking. Oh, no, they still have Hunch and you. Oh, okay. They still okay. have Hunch and you in that rotation. Uh, Barrios, and they traded for Barrios last year. Yeah, Barrios, yeah. And they just signed Yusei Kikuchi, uh, who was an all-star last year in Seattle. Seattle wasn't trying to pay him, so now they get him on the low. So they have a good – Are we ready to jump on Seattle yet? Now, deft. They have a lot of depth. You know what's funny? I think the White Sox probably got better depth this year than they had last year. On paper. On paper, I think they have better depth. The bullpen's going to be lethal. Both the bullpen's going to be nasty. But I just feel like, you know, I'll admit, I was was drinking the Kool-Aid last year. You told me all last year. What you told me about the White Sox is what what I've been telling the Bulls fans all goddamn season. Mm -hmm. Relax. Mm -hmm. So I'm with you. And and, yeah. and honestly, that's an entirely different scenario because the, the, White, the White Sox are really good. Yes, Sorry, they, were really good last year and could have been uh, a championship, you know, level had they not run into Houston. Like Houston, Houston was the absolute worst matchup of us. Like right. bar fucking none. Right, the Bulls. It's just the Bulls can't fucking beat the teams. It is what it is. Um, which is a, which is a whole nother thing, and I can I can harp on both and fuck. He's not going to be playing at an MVP level for 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 the you know only so much longer. Yes, exactly. um, Yaz is mid thirties now, and he's actually halfway Yaz, through his Yaz deal. Yaz should be a DH. We should have signed a fucking defensive catcher, but right, and he's halfway through his deal. Yeah. So you know you only have so much time left with him. Oh, you don't trust Nick Collins. As your primary defensive catcher, you mean Zach Collins? Yeah, Zach Collins? Ass. No disrespect to the University of Miami. No, I've never been a Zach Collins guy. Uh, I like that. That's a, the only tidbit you know about Zach Collins. That he went to he's disrespect to the University of Miami. Yeah, I just look. I feel like you know. Of course, I'll get is rolling in his grave. I'll get into more in depth on this on on he gone, but I think the White Sox on paper are really good. Team, I think they're going to be. I think this division is going to be way more tougher this year, which I welcome. I welcome it. Last year we won the division by thirteen games. I say we probably went about seven this year, but I need competition for them so they don't be on fucking sleep on cruise control. That was a huge problem last year. It was a huge problem last year. They just didn't give a fuck. And so I mean, I want them to give a fuck more this year. But when the playoffs come, I'm not going to be satisfied with another AL Central title. Go to the fucking World Series, man. Yeah. Go to World Series and then take your shot. If you got to face the evil empire, see how you how you line up. But get to the yeah. fucking World Series. Well, I think last year was good because they they've been punched in the fucking mouth. Yes. They'll they'll Not remember punched, that. They got the ass whooped. They'll they'll remember that the folks that have you know were out there performing they will remember that and they'll come back hard in the postseason. But I do think like last year's cakewalk to do the division is not going to happen. No, definitely not. And I'm they, glad it's not. Like, and I actually really don't agree with Pakoda's standings where it sits right now. I do agree with one and two. What's the, the, the standings? White Sox 90, 91 and a half wins are that they're getting. Minnesota's getting nearly 86. I do think there's a five game, a five, six game buffer between the two things because I think that final week is going to decide the division. It's going to be the White gonna Sox. going to go down to that last week? It's, it's going to be five or six games. The White Sox aren't going to win that division by eight, ten games. It's, it's no, not, it's but not I don't. Happen. I don't think it's going to come down to last week. But. It, well, I mean, they would have to clinch it in the last week. Like it's not like the White Sox are going to sit everybody in that last week, and all of a sudden it's a five game. You know, my my issue with the other teams' division: who the hell did the Twins got pitching? Kenta Maeda. 
Like Kenta, I said, Kenta, Kenta Mayan and, uh, and uh, uh, Dobnak. Yeah, Both I'm really not good about them niggas at all. My, my thing, my, this thing with with, with the, but also I you think, can't like you have those two as your top two in your rotation. That's really solid. We can't sit here and say, oh, the twins don't have an anchor in the rotation because shit, they just went out and, and did that weird ass deal for Carlos Correa. I don't understand that at all. But I actually love it because no, it makes sense just, for Correa. No, I, I mean, don't get twins, it from the twins' it. perspective. For the twins, I love it. What do the twins waste? I mean, nothing. I mean, you're paying a nigga a lot of goddamn money for a situation for, for one year not, deal, basically. For a one year deal. Yeah. What what else? What else were you gonna do with that money? Okay, I guess. Pay, pay pay Josh Donaldson. Can't wait to no. talk about that. Yankees. Def- oh, nigga, I, I got a lot to say about them niggas. But yeah, I'll let you continue. Pay, pay I Josh know. Donaldson. I'll save all my thoughts for the past. I'll let you continue your, your central thoughts. Yeah, no, I, 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 I mean, listen, you just paid Byron Buxton. You gave him the contract. So you're buying in. You're not, you know, making an effort to regress and rebuild just because you had that bad season, which was really like it's fucking outlier of the season. You know, like they, they lost a lot of games late because they had a lot of defensive miscues. Uh, Sano didn't play much of the season. They had a lot to fucking fix that, you know, could have went another way last season. So you buy into Buxton, you just got to hope that he has health. Now you have Carlos Correa. You have that weird-ass deal, and hey, maybe he wants to stay for next year and the year after that. Or he'll go and test his worth. And shit, who knows? He might fuck around and love y'all so much, y'all buy into him long-term, you never know. But now you've extended your window another year at least, kept yourself competitive, and then you got a couple of kids waiting to come up. Royce Lewis is going to be up probably next year. I would expect Austin Martin, who they got in the Barrios deal, to be up by the end of the year. So now you've extended your window while also continuing to compete for now. And I don't think they'll win the division. Like I said, it's going to be a five, six game difference between the Sox and the Twins. And then the Indians will fall somewhere a little bit under that. Detroit will have a jump. Detroit's gonna have a jump, but I don't. I'm going un, third until until Spencer Torkelson comes up. Detroit's still fourth for me. Ain't and he supposed to come up this year? The way Miggy was talking, he might. He might. You know. So I, I think if he does, it'd be somewhere towards later in the season. I don't. I don't expect them to compete. Yeah, Detroit's gonna be a problem this right probably. now. Um, Kansas City. Yeah, they went and signed Zach Grinky, but that's like a that's like Ken yeah. Griffey Jr. signing with the Mariners. The Reds. Oh, the man is getting second time. Yeah. His career, <laughs> you know, they're not winning shit. Yeah. So, like, you know, it's really it's just them them three teams, but really it's the twins and the Indians fighting to try to get in the, one of the wild card spots. I definitely think the, the twins are a wild card team. It's gonna be a race because the East is stacked. I think the Mariners are gonna be really good. I think the Angels are gonna be really good. But the twins can be a wild card team. You buying Angel stock? I like them. I'm not saying saying I'm buying stock, but they went out and got pitching. Who who they get pitching? I'm so like that's something new. They got Syndergaard. Yeah, they signed. They signed. Damn, I didn't know that. They signed Syndergaard to. I did not um, know they got Thor. They signed him to like a a weird one year deal. Yeah, because he can't fucking stay healthy. Yeah, and then he can. um, They'll try to figure out some long term afterwards. But yeah, you got you got Otani and Syndergaard. Might be might be worth it this year. Yeah, you got Otani and Sinegard who you've at least addressed 
you know, getting your MVP some help in the rotation. I'm not sitting here saying, oh, yeah, no, the Angels are going to be a playoff team. To me, they're third in that division. I, I still like the Astros to win despite losing Yeah, Astros Correa. still a good team. You know, Correa is actually a perfect twin. The twin have a long legacy of players who annoy the shit out of me. And he, yeah, yeah he, he's right now. He's gonna annoy the. Fuck it's out gonna of be fun because Joe Kelly's on the White Sox now, yeah. so you know, not, not, now now they get to play nineteen times a year. Yeah, that's, that's gonna, gonna be, be competition really to be good for us, fun. man. Competition to be good for us. We need that shit, man. We need yeah. it like a motherfucker. Um, let's flip over to the other central, and let's talk about my beloved Chicago Cubs. When everybody thought that the Cubs were just going to roll over and die, which, I mean, like, they really just rolled over and died last year. They were just like, nah, we can find a way to retool this shit. Going out and signing Marcus Stroman, which is the last time we, we were speaking, I said, there's two guys that the Cubs need to be all in on in the offseason. That's Carlos Correa, because if you're going to pay anybody an exorbitant amount of money and – eat that, um, lose that draft pick, you do it for Carlos Correa. They were in on it. Apparently, they didn't like the money. It didn't sync up. I think they'll be in on him once he uses those opt-outs, and, and we can revisit that you know, next year or the year after that or whenever. The other dude is Marcus Stroman because he wasn't tied to a qualifying offer. Now you get yourself a dude who can throw a 94, 95-mile-per-hour fastball, and it can be – an anchor in that rotation with Kyle Hendricks. Go out and get Marcus Stroman. Then, uh, uh, I'm just calling him Travis Wood, but what the fuck is this? Uh, 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 Way Miley comes up uh, on waivers from Cincinnati. Miley is the one that threw a no-hitter last year. Had a really good season in Cincinnati. Cincinnati's like, well, we almost made the wild card last year, so fuck it. Let's trade and cut everybody. <clears throat> Whatever, Cincinnati. Go go be terrible for the next couple of years. Have fun with that. Then when all the Correa stuff is happening and okay, they don't get Correa, you fill it with Andrews and Simmons, which like, yo, we can talk about how Andrews and Simmons can't hit the bar outside of the barn. You really can't. But Andrews you got a solid glove though. Solid. He, his 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 defensive metrics are Hall of Fame worthy. There's some people that have like tried to push for Andrews and Simmons Hall of Fame, which is like wild, but on the basis of his defense, it's that's almost as bad as putting Jamal Crawford in the Hall of Fame. I see some people push for that shit too. Actually, I think it's worse. I think Jamal Crawford has a better case for the Hall of Fame. He does, but it's still it's still bad. You know, um, but you get Gold Glove defense in the infield, and you sign Jonathan VR. Jonathan VR is a very solid player. Wherever he's played at. Like, you can expect 260, 270 on the average. He's got great speed, good glove. He's got some pop to his bat. He can get you 15. Like that a lot. Then you sign Seiya Suzuki. Completely wasn't expecting it. And even I hadn't, like, done my full research on the kid, so I'm just going off of everything that people in the know in the MPB in Japanese baseball are talking. Yeah, I definitely had to do my Googles. From everything they're talking about, he is a very solid player. He comes with a gold glove out in the center, great arm. Through watching him in, in the at-bats that I have seen, he's very patient, which, 
listen, I, I, I love if you club the baseball and he's got great power. But if you're patient enough at the plate, when you're willing to take your pitches, wait on your pitch. And if that pitch don't come, you can take your fucking walk. I appreciate that so fucking much in a lot of baseball players. That's why Barry Bonds is my goat. Because Barry Bonds wasn't just a great hitter. Barry Bonds had an approach and he knew what to do at the plate. So if you're getting that at if you're getting that out of a 27-year-old who has been somewhat of a Japanese trout out there. Nearly 200 homers in the last four or five seasons. He's got the power. That's somebody that you want in your outfield while you're continuing to retool. So the Cubs, I'm not saying the Cubs are going to be good this year. Their ceiling is that sixth wild card, that sixth sixth playoff spot in the National League. They'll probably be somewhere around 73, 74 wins. But they're going to be very fucking fun to watch this season. The people that they got... From coming out, coming back from last year, Swindell was hitting bombs toward the end of last season. Patrick Wisdom had his season. Um, you get to see Madrigal finally after oh, his boy. injury. I ain't worried about Madrigal. Keep your expectations I lower than low. I don't give a damn about Magical Fielding. If we're gonna sit here and 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 and, and try to force our expectations on Nick Madrigal hey, about whether you like to be single to death, that's fine. He gets on base. Get on base. He's. I would project him to be somewhere atop that lineup. Either get on base or move somebody over. I don't I give a damn. You're fucking five eight. What am I expecting you to hit home runs for? <laughs> You're, I think. I, I think I said his ceiling would be Jose Altuve. When it was that's a white fucking sense. high ass ceiling. But that's what he would be, because he's a she's a short middle infielder. Yeah, but he can't hit like that nigga. He can hit nowhere near Jose Altuve. He can't even hit nowhere near Patrick Wisdom, nigga. That nigga is a terrible offensive player. He's I was not a Nick Magic guy when he was on my team. This isn't biased because he's on the Cubs now. I ain't like that nigga when he's with the White Sox. I don't this. I have a certain uh, part of White Sox Twitter that just loves this motherfucker, and I will never know why. Can he get on base? Yes. If you need a guy who can get on on base and get you a single, double every now and then, cool. That's about it. I damn sure ain't comparing him to a fucking Jose Altuve, nigga. If he's fucking Jose Altuve, that is the steal of the fucking century. If he can even hit half, even a quarter as good as Jose Altuve, the Cubs got somebody. I am so low on fucking Nick Madrigal. Like, nigga, no. I didn't give a fuck about I don't give a damn how many home runs Kimball gave up. That's how much I don't care about Nick Madrigal. That's all I'm saying. So, I might be wrong. I'm probably not. That's how I feel about Nick fucking Magic. And I've been saying that forever. Cesar, Cesar Hernandez was ass for us last year. And I still would have went with that over fucking Nick Magic. Cap. That's fucking cap. That is not no, cap. I don't want to hear that shit. I do not want to hear you sit here and say, oh, yeah, I'd rather have Laurie Garcia at second base than Nick Magic. Over Nick Magic? 100%. 100%. 100%. All right. 100%. I am not a Nick Magical guy. So y'all have fun with that. My overall pin on the Cubs, I got him in between seventy-one and seventy-four wins. <laughs> I mean, eighty-three games. He's got. He's hit three seventeen. I think yeah, his OP. I think his OPS needs work, but he's singling. He'll get on base singles. He ain't still no bases when he on that motherfucker. But he'll get on base. You know who has uh, the most singles in a season? Who? Ichiro. Two sixty-four. 
It's fucking Ichiro. Okay. It's fucking Ichiro. Ichiro's cold. Ichiro's a fucking Hall of Famer. Nicholas Magical. Who I will say he has a Cubs ass name. So they definitely love that nigga in, in, in Wrigleyville. But I've, not, I've never thought of Magical being a Cubs ass name. Right? It just sounds like a Cub name. I don't know That's, why. It just does. Okay. But my overall opinion on the Cubs, I think 71 to 74 wins. I don't think they're an uh, ass team. Like, they're not as, as, as terrible as I thought they'd be. They'll, they'll be watchable. They'll be watchable. I still think they're the third best team in the division. But, you know, it's something. I'd rather, rather be third best than looking up to the Cincinnati Reds. Yeah, oh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's something. Uh, you know, I I don't I thought they were gonna be higher in the in the in the Korea talks. Um, I thought once they got strong and they got uh what's what's this man? I don't wanna fuck his name up. It's new guy y'all got. Which one? Japanese guy. Yeah, Suzuki. Suzuki. I was like, okay, well they'll probably pay uh Korea. I definitely I didn't see the I didn't see the Minnesota twin thing at, at all. Like I had to look at my phone four times and I saw that shit come across my Yeah, mind. nobody expected the twins. I I always thought I thought that, he was going back to Houston. I always thought like it, it can't be the Cubs because there's no room for him. You like, make of course, room. You make room for Carlos Correa, but what kind of a move do you make on your team currently to fit him in? I just did not Who's see. Who's y'all starting shortstop right now? Shit, starting shortstop can be any of like three or four guys. Exactly. Send all three of them niggas to the bench. Call but, that, but, but 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 that's the point. It's like now you've created the log jam that like you didn't have going into the season. Otherwise, you would have just paid Carlos Correa. Now you sign Anderson Simmons. Now you sign Jonathan Villar. Why would you do that if you're just going to sign Carlos Correa and now you have about three, four guys on the play short? It wouldn't have made no sense. I'm not sitting there saying that they shouldn't have signed him. Of course, I would have loved for Carlos Cray to be on that. But they're probably going to be on those talks next year or whenever he opts out and they're in a better position to win. So I ain't really too mad at it. For for for, 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 for them, just thank God Saint, uh, Cincinnati is just thrown in the towel. Because now all you got to worry about is the Cardinals and the Brewers. And the Cardinals and Brewers are both easily better than you. But – Jack Flaherty's probably not going to pitch until at least June. Yeah, if that, that I don't know. Sucks. It really sucks for him. Like, you know, he was on the same team as Lucas Giolito and Max. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard that story. I, you know what story I've only you know, only two stories. Only one story I've heard more than that. The damn Matthew Stafford, Clayton Kershaw <laughs> story. I'm so goddamn tired here about Gio, Max Fried, and fucking Jack Flaherty, bro. <laughs> hey, they're all all stars. They all made yeah. the all star team. Um, yeah, um, but yeah, Flaherty's out. Um, they're missing somebody else. Uh, Alex Reyes, the closer, mm. is going to be missing time soon, too. So you know who's available? Cardinals. You got a little Craig Kimbrel available for you. Yeah, bring Craig, bring Craig Kimbrel back to the NL Central. That's yeah, bring him. Um, maybe maybe we free that money up. Maybe Jerry will actually go spend money on COVID boy. We we can get this thing rolling. Oh. <laughs> Michael COVID boy. Michael Co. Michael Co. <laughs> nigga. What? What? Real, real, real quick, because I gotta go grab my charger. What are your thoughts on Conforto? I mean, this thing about Conforto, man. I think it's it's such a perfect move for the White Sox that I don't understand why it's not being done right now. Now, maybe the COVID thing has a huge part to do with it. I don't think it's that big of a part. I think that maybe he played himself a little bit because this season last year wasn't as great as the season before and he thought he was going to be a hundred million dollar guy and if nick castellanos was getting that and i just don't think he's going to get i think he's going to have to settle in between 
you know, the 80, maybe early 90 range, which the White Sox should be able to do. They have the money to do it. But it's also a franchise who the highest contract ever paid was the Yasmani Grandal, and that was only $75 yeah, honestly, million. Fucking like dollars. That might be a little bit too much for Michael Conforto. But yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's an overpay. If, if, you're, if, you're, if you're paying that to really get what your offense is missing – and that is a consistent left-handed, left-handed bat. Then all you yeah, got right now it's a consistent left-handed corner outfielder. Yeah. Then yeah, you, you probably do it. So I think the match is perfect. I don't know what the fuck the holdup is on his market. We haven't seen him attached to any team. Not just the White Sox. I ain't heard shit on my Conforto front. So that is interesting to me. Uh, you know, so I don't know. But I'm as far as far, I'm expecting Andrew Vaughn to be in right field on opening day. So <laughs> Unless something changes, that's what I'm expecting. But get the fucking job, job done, man. Like, I wish that Jerry had a – I wish Jerry had another son who gave a fuck about the White Sox. Like, Michael gives a fuck about the Bulls because Michael's just like, old oh, man, stay over there. I, I pay the bill. I wish we had that. So, but, yeah, anyway, that's my thoughts come forward. I don't know why he's not available. I don't know why he's on the team right now. So. All right. It's time to talk about those wonderful – not wonderful because they haven't been wonderful for at least a like long 12, time. 13 years. Yeah, speak on <laughs> New it. York, New York Yankees. Start spreading the news, Yankee fans. Your offseason splashes are uh, Josh Donaldson and Isaiah Kiner-Falefa, which, by the way, I really like Isaiah Kiner-Falefa. Got, nice got yourself a nice little defensive infielder. So not a bad move. But now you thought you was getting Freddie Freeman, Carlos Correa, <laughs> Trevor thought Story. you was getting Freddie Freeman. Guess what? You got to settle for Anthony Rizzo on a one-year prove-it deal. Not and, bad. And Rizzo Not can't bad. play. Huh? <laughs> and he can't play because he ain't vaccinated. That's right. Well, they're still trying to figure all that out. No, uh, Pierre Adams came out today. Yeah, that's what, I'm, that's what, that's what yeah. I said. They got to wait. Yeah. Gotta he wait, got a better so. chance of Kyrie. Kyrie's cooked. Kyrie's cooked. Like why? Because Kyrie's playing a black sport. No, because it's, the Nets ain't got much time. Like the the Yankees got a full ass season for that fucking mandate to go away. These niggas got a couple weeks. Because even yeah. as of right now, he can't play in Toronto for the playing. Yeah, you can't even get into Canada if you're not vaccinated. So yeah, the Yankees got it. Rizzo got a better chance. Judge got a better chance. Garrett Cole because it's a long ass season, but Mister Irving is cooked. Yeah, man, you're uh, you you big free agent hopefuls. Thought you were gonna get Freddie Freeman. Bam, enjoy Anthony Rizzo. Thought you were gonna get Carlos Correa. Thought you were gonna get Trevor Story. Not only did you not get Correa on a really super cheap deal that you could have did. Before it. Not only could you have signed Trevor Story on a super cheap deal that he signed, he signed that super cheap affordable deal with your sense. rivals. Not to, not to play shortstop. Yeah. Not to play shortstop where he is unequivocally the best shortstop on the Boston Red Sox. Still wild to me as a shortstop. But you could have had that, Yankee fans. You could have had that Hal Steinbrenner, Brian Cashman. Instead, you chose to trust the kids that you got coming up in the farm system, which like, yo. If you fuck with Volpe, if you fuck with Peraza and the kids that you got down low, I completely understand it. But what you didn't do, which was top of the line for what you needed to do this offseason, was to get your number one A starting pitcher some help. 
because everybody that you tried to have <laughs> swing through the rotation ain't been working. You thought James Paxson was going to be able to fit in as a number two or even a solid number three. He's gone now. Uh, uh, Severino hasn't been able to get back healthy. I think you finally were able to get him back at the end of last season. Maybe he's still got something in there, but you can't trust it until he can give you a full season. Corey Kluber is gone. Corey Kluber wasn't particularly effective last season. All you had to do, even if you struck out, even if you didn't get Correa or Story or Freddie Freeman or any impact back to add to that lineup, didn't even trade for Matt Olson. even if you didn't add that impact back, the one thing that you need to do is go get that front-line starting pitcher, and you did not do it. Now you got to watch Toronto get better with young kids that they've developed and free agents that they've been able to go out and sign and trades that they've been able to go out and make. Tampa Bay is getting better and getting younger. Boston's getting young, getting younger and getting better. What the Boston fuck are the Yankees? You also, what do you say? I said Boston beat them in the wild card. Also, Boston beat you in the wild card. And I mean, like Boston last year for for the Red Sox was just a really decent fluky season. It was definitely fluky. Going out and getting Trevor Story helps them more of a serious threat now. Yeah. Not maybe not to win the division, but at least to make the playoffs, they're a more serious threat now than they were they were before the Trevor Story signing. Yankees got some problems, and the Yankees are going to be really good, but they're they're there's some injuries away from really pissing this whole thing away, yeah. and they might be able to mitigate it had they gotten that front line starting pitcher. Yeah, yeah, and and it starts. I mean, of course, it's 162 games. You know what I'm saying? You don't. There's not too much emphasis on the first half of the season, but you can get off to a bad start because half your team ain't vaccinated. Like they can't play. We don't know how long they're not gonna be able to play. I think like the first series is in fucking Toronto, so mm-hmm. you know and that's gonna deal a lot too. And you know, it's just it's not the it's not understanding they're high on these prospects, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's not the Yankee way. It's not the Yankee way. Never been the Yankee. That's how way. I look at the Lakers. It's not the Laker way. You spend money. That's what you do. That's what the Yankees fucking do. Yes, I know they won the championship with their core four. I get that when they had their dynasty, but they still spent money in other fucking. They areas. still they still had. Listen, like we, we talk about the core four, but who is the heart and soul of that? That those four title winning teams it was Paul O'Neill. Yes, Paul O'Neill came. Which congratulations to Paul O'Neill getting his number retired and going to Miami Hall. Paul O'Neill came over from the Reds where he won a championship with the Reds. He signed with the Yankees, I want to say like 93, 94. And then they and then they built that club, but he was always the anchor of that club. They went and surrounded that pitching staff with guys like David Cohn and David Wells Roger and Roger Clemens. Like they were they were spenders. They to compliment the kids that they had. You know, that's always been the Yankee way. And for them to just completely deviate from it. And like, yeah, they've spent, they went out and traded for for, for Stanton and signed Garrett Cole. But I guess like it's it's not utilizing their money wisely. And I like, think the last time I saw the Yankees spend their money wisely was the CC, AJ Burnett, yeah, and, and when yeah. they got all of them. And then they went and won in 2009. That was really the last time they went on an all-out spree yeah. to go win and buy themselves a championship. And, like, yo, you got a really good roster. Imagine how much better it would be if you opened up the pocketbooks yeah. and spent the damn money. 
It's, you know, we know you got it. Everybody know you got it. You're the fucking Yankees. You you breed money. Exactly. Is any if it's any team on planet Earth, or I guess North America at least, that prints money like the Dallas Cowboys, it's the New York Yankees. It's the New York. It's the reason Yankees. why. It's the reason why all those fucking kids wear jorts with fucking <laughs> Ezekiel Elliott jerseys. And you know, all Yankees. three of them root for the same teams: Yankees, Cowboys, and Lakers. And Duke basketball. And Duke basketball. <laughs> It might say roll tide every now and then. But yeah, man, you know, just to, to watch what the Yankees have become is really something. It's really something to watch the Dodgers become you and then your arch rival look down on you. That's yes. the craziest part. Yeah, that's, that's the wild. I remember them days. We all, if you in your, your 30s, man, you remember. The, the, the Red Sox was not always these niggas, man. They they were they were the they were the losers. Boston wasn't in the ghetto, but Boston was pretty damn pathetic. Yeah, they they was they was like they was. The, Why they, we talk about the niggas as title town right now? Listen, when 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 the Celtics were asser than ass, when the Patriots before they had Tom Brady, they weren't winning divisions. They were losing to the Jets every year, and you had to devote your time and your love to the Boston Red Sox. Let you down every every October. You know it was hard times says, in Boston. You know, Roger says he owns the Bears. The Yankees own the Red Sox. Uh, the who's it your daddy? Took my hat and called the Yankees my yeah, daddy. Exactly. And people got mad at it. it was the truth. I got mad at Roger saying that because it was the fucking truth. You know what I'm saying? And they turned it around. And now the Yankees, the little niggas in the division. There's there's no fear because on that Boston man, side. Of the fucking Yankees, they laugh at the Yankees. It just is what it is. And the Yankee, I, as a, as a sports fan, I'm not, and I don't really. Yankee fans are some of the most arrogant motherfuckers walking God's green earth. And so, from that aspect, maybe they'll shut up a little bit this season. Mm-hmm. But I just don't like seeing the Yankees not act like the Yankees. Y'all supposed to spend fucking money. But see, I'm and I'm actually about to counter argue our point. This is when I go back to the bad cop. Now I play. This is when I go back to the good cop. Now I play the bad cop. And, and and I'm gonna borrow uh, a, a line from our wonderful, wonderful favorite TV show of all time, The Wire. We sitting here, we talking about the Yankees and what they did in the <laughs> old days, what yep. they did, and they used to spend money and they worked. They were fearless with how they went and approached the game and how they went and built teams to go win championships. We all we sitting here talking about the Yankees, what the Yankees did in the old days. Let's think about the old days. They the old they days. Old These ain't those Yankees no more. They don't have that. They don't have it in them. How does not have it in him? How does not have it in him? Because for how it's a business. Yeah. Like how is it? George, it was like breathing. (laughs) George, George is George is very much like Jerry Jones, like like Jerry Buss. You know, they they built this because the thirst of winning was 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 insatiable for them. It's not like that for how because how just grew up. Within the within the system, within the money, so for him, like yeah, it's a family business. We get that. Wonderful. Hal is Hal is Hal is, uh, is Hal Kendall Roy. He's completely Kendall Roy. He's Kendall. Yeah. I was gonna say some some wild, but rest in peace to his brother. How's 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 definitely Kendall Roy, and he just don't have an in him to to to, be a, to 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 ruthlessly spend money the way that we so used to the Yankees doing he ain't got it I love succession sports I, the great one of the greatest tweets I've seen this year they said the Lakers are what would happen if Shiv took over uh <laughs> Roy Star 
Yeah, that's, that's, I was like, that is spot yeah. on. That is spot on. Jeannie Bush and Shiv Roy. Yeah, and the Yankee and the Yankees is what it would look like if uh, if, if Kendall, Kendall took, took over the Yankees. Yeah, that is all facts. It's one hundred percent. Like, I, it, listen, I, I I wish the Yankees very well. I hope to be up there a little bit this season. Yeah, I got to make it to, to the Bronx finally to see the Yankees because there's no other reason to go to the Bronx besides see the Yankees. It's really not. It's, it's really not. From what my New York homies have told me. I, I can agree with you. On I've that. only been to two. I've only been to three boroughs in New York. Queens, Brooklyn, Queens, and Brooklyn, Manhattan. Manhattan. Yeah, that's for me. Nobody's going to Staten Island, so. And, and who, who we going to see? We going to run into Raekwon, nigga? There's no reason to go to Staten Island. Nobody's going to Staten Island. <laughs> um. What do you think was the most underrated move in free agents? I've been thinking about this while I've been looking at this list, and I just kind of the most underrated move in free agency. Uh, oh, I, I can't. I, I, like a lot of these moves, I don't really think are underrated, but I think that one that kind of was like I didn't see coming will probably be Corey Seager to the fucking Rangers. Like I didn't see that one at all. Like I thought that he was gonna go to some. Big name fucking team, and I definitely didn't expect him to get the contract he got just because of injury wise. So I said that's probably I wouldn't say under because I don't think the the the, uh, the Rangers are gonna do shit. But that's probably one that just kind of like caught me off guard. I really can't think of one that's just like oh that's sneaky good or something like that. Um, Seager, I actually see. I have a thing where just, I just be predicting shit on on the show. You you were pretty good in your preseason predictions last year. I give you that. Well, but I mean, like, like moves. Like, I'm always okay. good when it comes to predicting moves. Like, like I was the one who predicted Kawhi getting traded for Demar. You know, because to me, that was the only way I ever saw the Raptors being championship level. And then he went and did it the next year. That one I didn't predict on 2K. But like, I just have this wild knack. I did it with with Amari Cooper and the Browns. Uh, so I, I I actually had Corey Seager. He signed with the Texas Rangers. And I'm like, oh, it'd be fucking wild if Corey Seager signed a big Didn't they sign deal. somebody else too? They signed Marcus Simeon, which is gonna they be my did um, sign Marcus my, Simeon. Uh, not my answer, but I was gonna point that out. Is having those two deals in conjunction, people are forgetting, you know, one and the those other. Are pre-lockout they, came, deals. they came together, yeah, the pre-lockout deals. Both of them came together and, and Simeon was the best second baseman. Uh, uh, in baseball last season, so if he can if he can replicate that, I, I don't know if Texas is going to be good because I don't think they have any any pitching. Nor do I really think they have any hitting besides you know those two. But it's pretty nice. Forgot forgot about Adelis Garcia. Besides those three, but decent building blocks to have, you know, moving ahead. Uh, for me, I would say it's it's Robbie Ray going to the Blue Jays. And there's been a lot of talk about giving a a, a guy coming off a Cy Young year that you know uh, that he went to the money. Blue Jays. I thought he was on the Blue Jays last year. He went to the sorry. He went to the uh, to the Mariners. Oh, the sorry. Mariners. Okay. Yeah. He went to the Mariners five years, one hundred fifteen million. Um, for the Mariners to get that number one ace pitcher, um, a dude who just fucking can overpower you. He he he's had some. Some some control issues in the past. You hope that he's gotten past that. But Robbie Ray last year, if that's the Robbie Ray, he's gonna he's gonna be in Seattle. Seattle, 
finally going to get that finally going to get that playoff appearance it's, it's it's instead of getting to the final day like they so fucking usually do yeah seattle might be able to to to, to push because they got some young kids yeah. coming up in the rotation as well down in the minors so to have robbie ray there to be the anchor i think that's a wonderful move um i really like gossman going to the blue jays I love Carlos Rodon to the to the Giants. Two years, forty four million. The, I think he's an opt out after the first year, I believe. Yeah, opt out the first year. Yeah, that's a really good proof. good deal for both sides. Yeah, right. Because for for the Giants, you lose Gaussman, but then you get a dude in Rodon who was having a Cy Young season before his arm just arm gave up on him like mid June. Yeah, last but but seriously, in the last couple of months of the season, it was starting. Yeah. It started in June. Yeah, but it was the last couple of months of the season. If he went like a to, full month where he didn't even fucking pitch. Yeah, you know, if 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 you're able to get a full year out of Rodon, you're able to kind of continue to ride the wave that you were on last year. That's going to be a big deal for them. I like Starling Marte to the Mets. Mm, yeah, that's a forgotten one for the Mets because now they get a table setter at the top of the rotation. So there's a lot of a lot of decent dudes, you know, that was thrown out there. Um, for you, what was the most polarizing? Yes, easily Carlos Correa to this win. Easily most polarized. I did not see that coming at all. Like, because uh, I just I thought that you know first I was like, okay, he might actually go to the Cubs. I thought the Cubs were actually going to be willing to pay him the money that he wanted. I was like, okay, they didn't they didn't got rid of anybody else on the team. You know, they they got some money to spend. You know, Jed to spend the money. So once I started hearing more and more about him, you know, might actually go back to Houston. And it might be like a one-year deal, and somehow how, to, how, to, how to, the owner was in the conversation. I'm like, okay, why well, he might actually go back to Houston. So that's what I was thinking. I damn sure didn't think about Minnesota. That wasn't even nowhere near on my fucking radar. Um, so that definitely had to be the most polarizing move for me, Carlos Correa. Most polarizing move for me is one involving my beloved son, son that brought me a. World Series championship back oh, in your boy 2016. KB. It's Chris Bryant. Are you disappointed and, and, in Chris? Am I disappointed in him? Yes. No. Got his money. He didn't get it. He didn't get. I I I think somebody kind of somebody somebody had put it into perspective. I'm forgetting who. The Cubs had offered him a mega deal after the World Series. I think everybody in that court of Cubs played themselves. I think they, so. I think yeah. so too. I, I think so too because Javi Javi took significantly less money. Yeah, Rizzo Anthony Rizzo's did. having to take a prove a deal. Chris Bryant and I, somebody had added it up with with the arbitration years and now this seven year one hundred eighty two million. He made more than he would have if he just took the deal. But at the same time, like by the time you're you're through the current deal or through, through his current control years, I'm not sure if I'm giving Chris Bryant. Mean, Seven years, 182 million. I'm probably giving him, but it's a lot to invest if you're not going to win. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna stink. He just want to get paid with no pressure because they're in fucking Colorado and get high. I right. kind of respect it from from the bag chasing element. I respect it. Now it's a move that you can justify. Chris and Bryant, a full no trade and a full, full no, no trade, trade clause because so he so he's in complete control. But yeah. it's a move you can justify. If you're the Rockies, because while you did trade Nolan Arenado, while you did let Corey Seager go and pick up a draft pick, what does Chris Bryant do 
that those two can't do. Chris Bryant can, if you need him to play all over the goddamn play field. all over the goddamn field. And he's so versatile that you can move him. If you need him to start at first, he can give you some, some burn at first. He's probably going to play left most of anything, but he obviously can play third. He can play any of the corner outfield spots. So you could justify, you know, giving Chris Bryant that bag with that. And he's going to hit a lot of bombs, not only because of that thin air, but it's going to be impossible to fucking throw curveballs yeah. at cores. You have to throw him fastballs. What does Chris Bryant do? Kill fastballs. So he got his bag, and he's going to be hitting tons and tons and tons of bombs. And in, in yeah, he got to deal with the Chicago media because ain't nobody gonna give a fucking Colorado. Don't, exactly. Don't fucking like uh, Russell Colorado. Wilson is home. Russ is going to be getting <laughs> all the spotlight. Right. It. Listen, you gonna have to listen. He gonna be in a not a battle with Jokic until June, yeah. and then the very next, he's gonna have like three weeks where he's the biggest thing in Denver. Yeah. And then Broncos training camp is gonna start. Yep. And they're all you, better, you better hope Russ. you better hope the Avalanche win the fucking Stanley Cup. So then they ain't even talking about you. Oh, Russ and Sierra throwing out the first pitch tonight. Nathan you McKinnon. See a lot of that. Nathan McKinnon. Motherfuckers probably know more about Nathan McKinnon in Denver than they do about Chris Bryant. Chris that's Bryant, how yeah. that's <laughs> baseball. Please market your stars. Um, but yeah, man, it's like if you're Colorado, then why would you have not just kept both of them, Arenado and Story, and then added Chris Bryant, and then you have a major whip on in your lineup? I, I, I respect it for Chris Bryant because he's got to get his paper. Cool, do your thing. And, and Colorado's not going to be fucking good. KB got his ring. KB got his MVP. Pad them stats over there in Colorado. Exactly. Do, do your thing. Yeah. Colorado's not going to be fucking good. I don't understand it at all from a Rocky standpoint. Yeah, two people who I can fully, fully root for now that they don't wear Cubs or Packer outfits. Chris Bryant and Devontae. I love Devontae Adams oh, so Devontae. damn much. Okay. I love Devontae Adams so fucking much. Like, I felt nasty Yeah. about uh, being a Devontae fan. But now he's in Vegas. He gets to make Derek Carr look I can good. stand now. Yeah, huh. Right, he can make Derek Carr look <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you, uh, it's gonna be fun watching Aaron Rodgers try to throw touchdowns to to uh, Geronimo Allison. Yeah, <laughs> that's actually perfect. <laughs> I was looking for a, I was looking for a bum like Jeff right. Janis. <laughs> Geronimo Allison, Allison really there good. you go to the corpse of Randall Cobb. Uh, let, yeah, let me I'm, let me stop let me stop laughing for these niggas draft Chris Olave and I'm be mad as hell. <laughs> uh, which teams are you uh, looking out for this season? Like a breakout type team? Yeah. Uh, I'm. I would say, and I would say, I, I really like Seattle. I know Toronto is not really a breakout team, but they didn't make the playoffs last year, so I'm going to take Toronto to be. Uh, in that conversation to actually win that division. I think they got the growing pains out, you know, the, the shit the young teams got to go through. And I think they'll be able to make their first, uh, you know, playoff uh, appearance, you know, with the, with this new crew. As far as the NL, NL to me is, is, is the Los Angeles Dodgers Invitational. So I don't really have, like, any team in there. It's, can you beat them niggas? And it might be some random-ass team, like the Braves last year that we didn't fucking see coming. So I'll just have to say the, the Jays and, and the Mariners. Yeah, the Jays are, are, you know, like I said to me, like, besides the White Sox, like, 
that's the team in the American League. They're the only two teams right now that I can see out of the American League getting to the World Series. Just they're going to get better via midseason acquisitions. I think they're going to sure. Yeah, that's, that's, that's where Rick Hahn wakes up. <laughs> that's where he wakes up. Oh, let me do my job today. So the trade on yeah. July 31st. Oh, shit. Yeah. I am the general manager of a major let league. Let me ball do something club. here. Yeah, no, those those two teams in particular to me are going to be, you know, MLB MLB TV. Which, by the way, let me go ahead. Get it, get it, get it, get it, get re up. That was definitely going to text you about. That. Well, I, I, I T Mobile Tuesdays. So I got to re fucking re download the app. Jesus Christ! They usually do it like the week of the week before uh, week of the week of the season starting. So I'd say like two in two weeks. I don't know for sure. I'll be really pissed. Cause that's the only reason I have T Mobile. For for that, yeah, because I was looking, I was like, did it get re up? Because my uh league pass is coming off the books at the end of the month, and I, this I part, don't use damn league pass no more. <laughs> nigga, this is the least I've used league pass in my life outside of the Bulls, nigga. I ain't really been using that shit. But yeah, oh, yeah no, the bull the Bulls are all all I watch on league yeah. pass. If I'm ever if I'm ever really watching, and, and the biggest uh reality show in sports, the Los Angeles Lakers, is in my Met Market, so I don't have to use that for that. So. Yeah, I would love to use it to be able to watch the 76ers, but you know. You can't you can watch Sixers, right? It's not on my TV, uh, or not on my uh streaming package. Oh, okay. You ain't paying the five for cable. Uh no, I would not. <laughs> Bro, it costs some it costs too much to stream. Why the hell am I paying for cable? And then, this is the thing, you know, I got I got grandfathered in with Spectral, so I got like a little sweeter deal. Exactly. So my shit is like actually a hundred dollars cheaper than what my bill would usually be, because I was with them when they were Time Warner. <laughs> so that's why I'll be I'll be telling you pay the five, and I'll be like, oh yeah, my bill cheaper than y'all. So don't listen to me. Yeah, and uh, and we will we will be having our uh, our Major League Baseball, our live Major League Baseball this year. Thank God. So happy. Appreciate you, T-Mobile. I'm never leaving you. Um. You got anything else before we, uh, before uh, we end this here? I'm like, for some reason, like YouTube is just like going through different shots of baseball history. Oh, they're talking about Kim Ng. They're talking about Kim Ng, who's a Marlins general manager. And then they have a shot of uh, Ichiro when he was a Yankee. And I'm like, damn, Nigga, that, I forgot that about this. did happen. Yeah. Wow. It's like Patrick Ewing with the magic. You just kind of like blocked that out of your head. And he, okay, it wasn't like he was bad, but he wasn't like the Ichiro we remember. Yeah, and it was just like wow. Ichiro's like nobody's gonna remember Dwayne Wade's tenure with the Bulls, right? Like it's like Ichiro's with the Yankees. This wasn't how I expected it to be. But <laughs> it's not how I was supposed to end. <laughs> yeah, you got anything else? Uh, I'm just gonna say uh, I seen like MLB put out a uh, who's gonna be MVP of the American League. By all your Louis Robert stock, I'm not saying he's gonna win it, but he's gonna be in the conversation. There's one thing I am sure about this fucking roster. That nigga is a superstar. There's, there's anything I'm sold on in life. It's Luis Robert. Just stay healthy. Stay healthy, Eloy. If it goes out, if it's floating at the fucking park, let it float. That's all I've got. <laughs> uh, see, now you've got me looking up what are the odds for American League MVP. Uh, I'm actually seeing Tim Anderson plus 400, Eloy Jimenez. By the way, Sox, five, Tim Anderson will not be playing that Plus 4,000, excuse me, plus 4,000. Plus 4,000. You know, I don't begin, but I don't know what the hell that means. Yeah, I'm not seeing odds for Luis Robert. So if you were able to get Luis Robert now, just sprinkle on $5 or so. If he wins, 
I went big. Yeah, pretty big payout. Oh, yeah, White Sox fan, like I said, Tim Anderson's not playing that first series in Detroit. I actually forgot about that because he's suspended. He had something stupid towards the end of the season. Towards though. the end of the season where he pushed the ref. Yeah, that was dumb as hell. Yeah, yeah, dumb as hell. So, yeah, and get ready for Lurie Garcia to uh, what's my man? Uh, Opening day starter, Lurie yeah. Garcia. Garcia. Ah, 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 ah. Lurie legend, the only one who wanted to show up in the playoffs. But you will hear a big rant about that on on this week's he gone. So look look forward to that. Uh yeah. Um, I would I would go with Vlad if I was gonna gonna pick an American. That's a very nice bet right there. Plus four hundred for Vlad. Um, he really came on strong last year and would have won it had Shohei Otani not done uh incredible historic things. Um, you can never count out Jose Ramirez plus two thousand, but I expect somebody trade for him. I expect Jose Ramirez to be somewhere else. I hope so, so too. Yeah, yeah I can't believe Shane Wander Franco is plus eighteen hundred. Franco's pretty fucking good, man. He's he's excellent, but he's got the fifth best odds, and he hasn't played a full season. Yeah, it's pretty fucking high. But All right, there's Luis Robert. Luis Robert's plus twenty eight hundred. Okay, he's sandwiched between Brandon Lowe and Kyle Tucker. Which, okay, okay, that's decent. That's I mean, decent that's, that's fair. He hasn't played a full season. Yet. That's right. He has not. I didn't realize that he missed three months last year, and the year before that was only six games. Yeah, I, I I took Juan Soto last year. I put money on Juan. I put money on both Soto and Acuna, and I didn't really think that Bryce was going to take off the way he did. See, the thing, the thing about the National League is like you got seven or eight legit. Like I would say, the top. Seven Soto, Acuna, Harper, Betts, Freeman, Turner, Tatis. That top seven uh, in odds right now probably is going to be one of those seven. Yeah. I, I, w- I wouldn't look to a fucking Tyler O'Neill or to a Lindor or Max Muncy. If you're going to be a betting man, it's probably going to be on one of those seven. Not that cross off Tatis because then they're getting planned. It's probably going to be one of those first six. Yeah. Definitely agree on that, man. All right, let's get up out of here. Uh, we'll be back in a couple weeks once the season officially gets underway. It's so good to have baseball back because baseball means the summer. Baseball means the loggers. Summer means $20 beers at, at Dodger Stadium. Uh, you know, inhale it all. It means, it, it means dollar dogs at uh, Wells Fargo. Not Wells Fargo. Uh, Citizens Bank. And uh, You still eating really- that swine, brother? I, I didn't say I was. <laughs> I, as, as, I, as I was getting ready to say, it pays to uh, it pays to know women who really enjoy hot dogs. Let's say that. Okay. Let's say that. All right. Um, it's gonna be a good summer. It's gonna be a good summer enjoying baseball and beer and girls. Just my favorite pastimes. Because what else do I love in this earth? <laughs> um, you can follow me on Twitter at Cameron Santo. I'm really just gonna be the best fucking person that you want to follow um, this off this 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 season. Um, you're at Barbershare Scott. Yes, sir. Uh, follow us at the Barbershare uh, at Barbershare Net on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook.com/slash/BarbershareDigital. Hop on the uh, Patreon, patreon.com slash network. Yes, we've got uh, a lot of stuff on there. I feel like I upload something on there every fucking day. So, yeah, check we're, getting, out. we're getting more stuff. Thank God I got some equipment popping in. So, like I said, it's going to be a really fun summer from Philadelphia. Fun to, summer, man. From Philly to Chicago to, to, to L.A. 
this is what I call the the global takeover. The global of the barber's chair. Yes, exactly, so, man. Appreciate you guys for joining us. Enjoy the start of the baseball season. We're out.